The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so blessed you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 19, verse number 1 to 10. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before, and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Join me as I bring this podcast to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. I ask, O Lord, that you will sanctify the sound of my voice as the word comfort today, so that it will bring blessing, comfort, and relief to people who will be listening to this podcast. Father, I ask also that you will illuminate the understanding of the listeners of this podcast. All of these I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Salvation Has Come. Salvation Has Come. I reckon that this subject is not exactly popular in many pulpits today because the church has been overtaken by many things, so much so that it is not considered important as such. As I was considering this subject, 
the story of a guy named Zacchaeus quickly came to mind. Some of you listening today may have heard this intriguing story before, but let me retell it again. The key word in our text today is salvation. To set things in context, it's important we look critically at what the word salvation means. Sometimes we can become so used to words that they lose their meanings. However, Oxford Dictionary defines salvation as deliverance from sin and its consequences. My brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, as we reflect further on this important subject, I would like you to ask yourself this question. Do I need salvation? This is because for there to be salvation, there has to be a wreckage. In fact, the word salvation has the same root as salvage. Both word signifies that there are some damaging situations at play. Many years ago, I was a wreck until I encountered Jesus Christ and he gave me a new life to live. Since then, I have been doing my best to live so as to please my maker. The story of John Newton, author of Amazing Grace, is also an example of a life that was a total wreck because as a slave ship master, he was a vicious and ruthless businessman but found salvation in Christ Jesus. And he went on to do the needful by becoming a force for good. John Newton in later life became an Anglican priest and a hymn writer. And he wrote one of the greatest theological hymns, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. John Newton understood and acknowledged his condition as a fallen man and who desperately needed the unmerited favor of God, which we call grace. The trouble today is because of the misunderstanding and misinterpretation of what I term as the basic gospel of truth, it has become an Herculean task to simply acknowledge the brokenness of our lives. This is why at the beginning, I invited you to ask yourself if you need salvation. Only then can the reality of this word, salvation, can take effect. Even when you feel you're perfect and you don't see the reason why you should need salvation, I want you to know today, brothers and sisters, that the Word of God says this, and that's in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 20 to 23. Now, do you see it? No one can ever be made right in God's sight by doing what the law commands. For the more we know of God's law, the clearer it becomes that we aren't obeying them. His laws serves only to make us see that we are sinners. 
birth. Now, God has shown us a different way to heaven, not by being good enough and trying to keep his laws, but by a new way, though not new really, for the scriptures told us about it long ago. Now, God says he will accept and acquit us, declare us not guilty if we trust Jesus Christ to take away our sins and we all can be saved in this same way by coming to Christ no matter who we are or what we have been like. Yes, all have sinned, all fall short of God's glorious ideal. Brothers and sisters, clearly there is no escape from the Adamic nature. These, my friends, are intrinsic. The only way out is to acknowledge that we are a part of this Adamic nature by proxy. This is why we need salvation from sin and its consequences. Sin is an ever-present evil among us, but the consequence of sin is eternal. God's word says again in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27, It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. This is serious because we all will have to face the judgment of God to give account of our stewardship on this side of eternity. Now, let us turn to our key text for today. The story of Zacchaeus found in the book of Luke chapter 19 verse 1 to 10. The character and attribute of Zacchaeus was such that he was discriminated against in his society. He was a chief tax collector and probably had friends who were in the same profession as him, but never with the general public because as a tax collector, that's inland revenue officer, he was considered a licensed robber. Paradoxically, his name translates to mean pure and innocent. However, in the eyes of the people, he was everything but pure and innocent because of his vocation. With this social baggage inside of Zacchaeus is a hunger. Hunger for righteousness, hunger to do the right thing, and hunger to be accepted. Brothers and sisters, I have been on similar journey in this life. A place where I long to be accepted and yet rejected. A place where I wanted to be loved yet hated. A place where I wanted to be understood and yet misunderstood. I have been there. The scripture says, that is John chapter 1 verse 14. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. Even though Zacchaeus was hated by his society, God did not hate him. Instead, he was generously loved by him. Someone may be in that uncomfortable place right now, even as I speak. But listen, I want you to know that God is right here beside you, my friend, and he will not forsake you no matter how sinful you are.
This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says this, Come, sit down. Let's argue this out. This is God's message. If your sins are blood red, they will be snow white. If they are red like crimson, they will be like wool. If you will willingly obey, you will feast like kings. But if you are willful and stubborn, you will die like dogs. That's right. God's word says so. And that's how it is. All we have to do, we should trust in God that he's able to save us, able to cleanse us, able to be what he want us to be. And all we've got to do, friends, is to anchor our faith in him. And that's the purpose today of this message. Salvation has come. So, on the day that Zacchaeus received his salvation was a day like any other day. The difference was that he made a critical decision to receive his miracle of salvation. Zacchaeus probably may have heard about Jesus Christ, the traveling preacher, teacher, and most importantly, the Messiah, as the Messianic expectation was at all-time high in those days. Perhaps some of you may have heard about the Queen of England. You know about the Queen of England, but you haven't met the Queen before. And there's a difference between meeting the Queen of England and knowing about the Queen of England. Some of you also may have heard of miracles and the workings of the Holy Spirit, but have never desired or made attempts to receive it. Zacchaeus not only learned about Jesus Christ, but desired to meet him. And he did the unthinkable. Verse number 1 of Luke chapter 19 says that Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. Notice friends that Jesus Christ was just passing through Jericho. Jericho was not his destination, but something caught his attention friends. The next verse, that's verse number 2, introduced Zacchaeus to us, his name and occupation. And this is important because it gives us a clear understanding of his personality. The third verse said he was making desperate effort to see Jesus Christ, but he was a man of diminished status meaning that he was not tall enough as everyone and everything towered above him. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, have you ever been in a situation where everything is against you? The rest of the verses told us that he would not let anything stand before him. So he looked around and found a sycamore tree. Oh, praise God for the sycamore tree. Praise God for the sycamore tree in your life, brother. Praise God for the sycamore tree in your life, sister. There has to be one. There has to be a sycamore tree somewhere around you. 
So Zacchaeus climbed the tree, positioned himself strategically to have a panoramic view of the unfolding event and that paid off my friend. If you want to see a miracle happen in your life, you need to position yourself. You need to make an effort to climb high, climb to a level. You've got to try to climb, my friend. You've got to climb something, my brothers and sisters, something that will elevate your height to reach out to that thing that you needed to reach so that you can have a clear view of your future, of your tomorrow. Brothers and sisters, the Sycamore experiment paid off for our brother Zacchaeus. We are told in verse 5 that when Jesus Christ came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly because I must stay at your house today. So he came down quickly and welcomed Jesus joyfully. Friends, Jesus Christ took notice of Zacchaeus to this victim of circumstance. I know your name. You are Zacchaeus. In fact, I also know your occupation. And I know that you are hated by all and sundry. I know that you're public enemy number one. And I know you are shot. I know that you are a shot man. But you know what? These things don't matter to me because I know what is inside of you, a remorseful heart. Psalms chapter 51 verse 17 has this to say, It is a broken spirit you want, remorse and pertinence, a broken and contrite heart, old God, you will not ignore. Jesus Christ, for the sake of Zacchaeus and against the wishes of the people of the supposedly righteous religious people amended his plan to stop over and be a guest of this sinner man and straight away Zacchaeus decided to make things right and he said that's verse number eight look Lord half of my possessions I now give to the poor and if I have cheated anyone of anything I am paying back four times as much wow Note that Jesus Christ did not place a condition on him before accepting him. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says this, God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. What a wonderful God we have. What a great God that we have. What a great God that you can have today if you're listening to this podcast this hour. The price of salvation is high, but Jesus Christ made full payment on your behalf. He only asks you to accept it. That is why you must ignore any gospel that places demand on you to gain salvation because it has been fully paid on your behalf. Verse number 9 to 10. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this household because he too is a son of Abraham for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost these words are so powerful 
They change the life of many in the world today, and they can change us too. And finally, my brothers and sisters, you must remember that Christianity is not a religion, but a way of life. Religion will seek to take you to God, make you look good before God, but Christianity will bring God to you, where you are at, no matter where you are. You may be living in sin today, but Christianity will bring God to where you are. All you need is to acknowledge the presence of God. Now, even as you're listening to my voice, you could ask the Lord for forgiveness because Jesus Christ came just for your sake. It is true that Christ died for the whole world. But brother, but sister, it's about you. I mean you who is listening today to this sound of my voice. You don't have to be good or look good. You only have to have the right spirit, remorseful heart. Today, salvation has come to this household. And lastly, John chapter 10, verse number 10. It says this. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I don't know what else you need to hear if you are hesitating to give your life to Jesus. If you are hesitating to be to accept the forgiveness that is available to you. Friend, don't let anyone deceive you. Don't let anyone tell you you're not good enough. Nobody died for you. It's only Jesus Christ that died for you. And he came so that you can have this fullness of life. And that is what we're talking about today. Salvation has come to your doorstep today. Join me as we pray together. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you again for the time with my brothers and my sisters and even those who have not accepted you yet. I thank you because I know you so loved the world, so, so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son so as to die in our place. What manner of love is this, Lord? And now I ask, O oh God, that as many that has listened to this word of God through this podcast will come to that knowledge, will come to know that salvation has come to them. And I thank you for even those struggling with their faith in you right now, that they will know the assurance of salvation, that they will know that because they have believed in you, you are right there, only that they need to have a remorseful heart. And I thank you because the Holy Spirit is working in the life of someone today. As I seal these prayers in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. I will offer up my life in spirit and truth, pouring out the oil of love as my worship to you. In surrender I must give my every part Lord receive the sacrifice of a broken heart Jesus what can I give 
for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.